Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, so uh, introduce yourself to the people. Hi. <laughs> okay, this is rather odd. But, um, okay, yeah, my name is Zanele Lamini. Mm-hmm. I'm a self-published author. Mm-hmm. Um, so far of two novels. The first being Plumeria, as mentioned, and the second being Wounds of Ignorance. I also have written two children's books uh, that I've done with a non-profit organization called Book Dash. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, or most probably this year, we're going to be doing more children's books. So, yeah, that's just the outline okay. of who I am. So, uh, just to start it off now. Uh, today we talk about self-publishing. Right? Mm. Why did you specifically choose to go the self-publishing route? Um, mainly because the publishing industry is a very red-taped industry. Mm-hmm. Or, or rather it was. Even though now it's getting more open in terms of um, female black authors. Um, we've had in the past a lot of male black authors, but we, we've had very few of the female black authors. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to getting a publisher, you actually have, there's a waiting list for everyone mm-hmm. in the publishing space. And in the waiting list, that's where they actually take your manuscript, they look at it, and then they decide whether you are worth publishing or not. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's a business, so they look into it in those terms. Mm-hmm. And in my case, um, I just looked at that and the fact that the waiting period could take uh, 12 months to even two to three years. Mm-hmm. I really didn't want to do that to myself, that whole stressful period of waiting, wondering whether someone is actually is going to say that my work is worth being seen by other people or not. So, mm-hmm. um, And having learned and knowing a few of them, writers that have actually self-published and got myself to get to know them and knowing that actually self-publishing is doable, mm-hmm. I decided that I'll just do that and then I'll take it from there. Okay, nice. So... I take it that after you published the first book, you were then like, wow, this is, I can really do this. And then you were like, okay, next book. Um, yeah, firstly, I think because the, the first book that I actually did was um, the children's book in terms of publishing. Mm-hmm. But that was easier because the whole point was we already had someone that was going to publish the book. Mm-hmm. The fact that it's just writing a story. So mm-hmm. the story was there. Mm-hmm. And then when I held the book in my hand and I'm like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. This is my name. Mm-hmm. And I met um, Tutu Busan of the Shlomo series. Mm-hmm. And we spoke about the self-publishing and everything. And I had met with Ulungantuli prior to that. Mm-hmm. So after meeting these two people, and then I was like, okay, let me just take a look at my laptop with all the stories that I've written. So I decided to make one story and see if it's gonna make sense mm. and it kind of made sense and i actually like okay cool let me just print it out so mm. i had it printed it i had it i had it printed out and people actually bought it and i'm like okay mm-hmm. um it's readable i guess and people would okay obviously some would criticize and some would say oh my god mm. we've been telling you to write a book and now it's yeah this is so awesome we love your book and i was like okay so i can actually do this mm-hmm. and then i was like okay now let me write what i've always wanted to write mm-hmm. and wounds of ignorance was that okay. yeah 
Okay, so uh, just to recap, well, so from what I'm hearing, the benefits of self-publishing is that it's your own timeline. Um, yes, mm-hmm. but it, it, it requires discipline as well mm-hmm. because your own timeline means you can take two years to five to seven years to write a book. Mm-hmm. And if you've never written anything, it's always at most very scary because mm-hmm. you don't know how it's going to turn out. Mm-hmm. And also sometimes you, you, you either release your book prematurely mm-hmm. where you haven't had enough time to actually find people to proofread, to edit your book, to look into it, cover designing, because there's a lot of things that go into just publishing your book. Mm-hmm over and above that now it's there and it has to go to the market before you even get there. It takes quite a lot. Mm. But yeah, the benefit is it's your own timeline, which Mm. requires a lot of discipline and a lot of money. Mm. And as well as that you decide what you are are saying to people. Mm. So the best way, obviously, is not to offend the, 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 the readers. And well... Mm-hmm. You try mm-hmm. not to offend. Mm-hmm. However, there's always someone that's going to be offended. Mm-hmm. And there's always someone that's not going to like your book. But the truth is you always have your your own reader, someone that connects with you, that connects with your, your writing mm-hmm. and your writing style and how you create your own words. Mm-hmm. It's just one of those things. So that's the nice part about it, that you can create your own words, but they should make sense, obviously. Mm-hmm. And it's okay. So no one is going to tell you, no, oh. You shouldn't do it like that. You shouldn't write it like that. Write it like this. At the end of the day, you decide because it's your work and the work belongs to you. So if you should ever have to sell your publishing rights or your copy rights, then it's all yours. Okay. You have every right. Mm, I'd like you to expand on one of the points you were making on the steps you need to go through before you release a book. Yeah. Who? Okay, obviously, firstly, you have to write it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's the beginning. Mm -hmm. Yes, you have to write it. Mm -hmm. And when you feel that you are finished or you are nearly there, find friends, even if it's friends or family members or whoever, that can at least read it. Mm -hmm. And they should say whether, does it make sense? Is it, um, well, family is always soft. So they'll always say uh, yeah. it's a good Fun, book. Um, yes. yes, you know, mm-hmm. ah, shem, man, mm-hmm. oh, this is so nice. Mm-hmm. I want more. And they always want more. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's a nice thing. It's encouraging. But at the same time, it shouldn't, I don't know, it shouldn't give you wings mm-hmm. that you actually think you're doing very well. Mm-hmm. Because you learn when you actually get strangers that read your book and tell you that this is rubbish if they feel that it is rubbish. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to take that. And not take that and go home and say, no, I'm not writing again. No, mm. you, you try and you get better as you do it more. Mm. So, yes, writing is important. Getting people to read your book is important. Mm. When you're finished with your book and you say, okay, I'm done with my writing, mm-hmm. find an editor, yep. a qualified editor. And I'm saying a qualified editor, I'm, I'm not saying find someone that's going to tell you, oh, no, I've edited a magazine. Editing a magazine and editing a, a proper book are two different things. Mm-hmm. A paragraph and 350 pages are two different things. Mm-hmm. And an editor is actually supposed to look into your grammar, mm-hmm. 
your spelling mistakes, your sentence structuring, of which it, that's very tricky mm. because we, we have learned English in very different ways yeah. from different schools by different teachers who understand English differently mm. and different syllabus. Mm-hmm. Because that means that the sentence structure may be something that one understands and the other doesn't. So as much as the sentence structure has to be important, but it should never lose the meaning of what you were trying to say. Mm. And obviously your editor is going to tell you that this does not make sense. Mm. Maybe you should write it like this and not like that. They, they are allowed to actually suggest, but they're not allowed to change it without you saying, yeah, mm. that actually makes sense. Because once the book is out and it's being read by people and now it no longer makes sense because they've changed something and you don't know about it. Mm-hmm. It's your problem. It's your name out there. And find a proofreader. Now the book is edited. You've gone through your fights because yes, everyone fights with their editor. I promise you that mm-hmm. everyone fights with their editor. Mm-hmm. And it's not going to be the only editor you will fight with. You find a professional proofreader and those people you need to pay hey? mm-hmm. and they charge quite a lot of money. And at most, it's 20 to 25 cents per word. So when it comes to writing, the word count is important. Mm-hmm. Um, you get that out. You find someone that's going to do your cover. It's not advisable to put your face on the cover of a book, yeah, especially if it's um, fiction. Why not? It's just one of those things. At most, when you look at a book that has someone's cover, don't you expect a biography, an autobiography? It depends. On what? Uh, on the book. Okay, but okay, if I see the author space, then maybe the author has to be... Mm, exactly. Exactly. Or, but yeah. if it's fiction, it mm. means you are... Well, me, I, I speak in terms of fiction because I'm a fiction writer. Mm. Uh, it's always good to be creative and Mm. when I'm saying creative you don't have to be the person that designs the cover Mm. find someone that is a a designer and let them be creative Mm. if it means fighting with them for three years or three months or six months just fighting about the cover Mm -hmm. it's okay wait that period but you you need to be sure that this is it Mm. this is what I was looking for this cover actually resonates with my with my book if well, pity for you guys, you can't see the book, but <laughs> the, the, the book is now done. You've done your cover and you found your printers. Mm-hmm. You also have to search for a printer. Mm-hmm. And printers charge per page. Mm-hmm. So your page number is important as well. And you have to make sure that now it's set up, it's in your PDF format, and you are ready. You are sending your cover to your printer and everything. Mm-hmm. Your paper quality is important. The cover quality is important. Depends. Some do gloss cover. Some do a matte cover. Mm-hmm. It's up to you. You you can take the book and then see. Oh no, I prefer gloss for this kind. Mm-hmm. It also depends on the type of fiction, the genre of your fiction that you, you are writing. Mm-hmm. And paper quality. Fiction at most is written in the cream paper. Mm-hmm. But some people choose the white paper because white paper is cheap. Mm. It's cheaper, rather. Mm. But I promise you, it's worth it. 
it is way much worth it. Your font as well is important. What you've written on the A4 of your computer is different. It, it takes at least two to two and a half pages when it comes to the book itself. Mm. So one page of your A4 can be two to two and a half pages of the book. Mm. So that counts as well. And now you have your book. Uh, before you even send it to your printers, you have to register it in the National Library. Mm-hmm where you get your ISBN number and you've re- so you have your ISBN number which is basically the barcode at the back of the yeah, book so now it's out there your book is there I think I don't even think I have to tell you about the blurb I mean everyone that this is the blurb oh, the blurb the, is basically the, the back the part back. Mm-hmm. is the words at the back well, of the see, book you're assuming things that <laughs> no I'm, I'm talking to readers now oh, so they okay. probably know I'm, I'm and the point now. is um Yes, your blurb is out there, your book is printed, you've received it, and mm-hmm. so yes, here you are with your book. You send a copy to the National Library, mm-hmm. because it's a, it's a national depository, basically. Mm-hmm. So they have to always have a copy, even if it's just one. And it's not that they are going to sell it, mm-hmm. or that they will give it to you at any point that you want it, but it's for record purposes, mm-hmm. that you were once there alive mm. and there's a book out there mm. that was written by you Amen. so that's important Hallelujah. yeah so are there any costs associated with the national uh, no as far as i know mm. no no the isbn, the ISBN number is free oh, yes it's free unless if you ask someone to get it for you okay. then obviously uh, they okay, they make nah. you pay for the services mm-hmm. but if you you get it straight from them they have offices they have email and mm-hmm. they're very efficient mm-hmm. they're very efficient oh, okay no, 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 nice stuff, nice stuff. So now it's uh, you have your ISBN, it's in the National Library and everything like that. What mm. next? Now you have to sell your book. Mm-hmm. The most difficult part of writing or of being an author or rather of being a self-published author. Mm-hmm. And it's the most difficult because it's your first book. You don't know anyone mm-hmm. that could sell your book. So your best bet, Facebook. Mm-hmm. Use it. Use it, use it. Social media, use it. Mm-hmm. Um, go there, tell people you have a book out there. Tell your friends, and word of mouth is important as well. Mm-hmm. And if you have the money or the funding to do launches, do that. Launch as many places as possible. Mm-hmm. Find book clubs, tell them about your book, visit them. Mm-hmm. And when I'm saying visit them, I know at most we are always short of cash Mm -hmm. which means when people say please come through we are doing this event and can you come through and talk about your book and blah 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 and we always expect money Mm -hmm. because it costs to travel look at your expenses and look at how much you can afford to pull up through with if you can go there for free do it Mm -hmm. it's for your own good Mm-hmm. But if you can't, don't force yourself. Don't get yourself into debt just because you're trying to make people aware. Mm-hmm. Unless if it, it's debt that you can actually manage, mm-hmm. then that's worth it. Mm-hmm. But social media is it, and you can approach a bookshops like My African Buy is an online bookshop. Mm-hmm. They are taking a lot of, of newcomers in the industry, especially when it comes to the books. I was one of the, my first people to actually take my books as well mm-hmm. there is Adams and Greeks they take quite a number of books they also do assess the books as well whether mm-hmm. they can actually sell the book and there is 
uh, African flavor books, mm-hmm. especially for young black authors. You can talk to them. At most, right now, they have a branch in Bramfontein, and they also have one in the Val. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot the name of that mall. Mm-hmm. But they're there, and you have Funskike. They've taken my books. Mm-hmm. Um, Protea Bookshop, they okay, have. Ah, oh, is it? Mm-hmm. Nice. So they are one of those as well. Mm-hmm. And who else? And I know we all want to go into get into exclusive books. Exactly. But it's okay. It's one of those. Mm-hmm. Trust me, they'll come to you at some point. Oh, one okay. way or the other, they mm-hmm. come for you. Okay. So yes. If you are self-published and they take your books, do you have the responsibility to print out the copies? Or yes. Okay, so you give them the print house. Yes, so when it's I, your responsibility when it comes to distribution. So you have to make sure you have um, copies, you have stock of your book. Okay, so let's say I have enough copies for your books, though, right? Mm. And now, do they give me money when I give them the book? So do they give me money after it It depends on your contract. Obviously, at first, you can't just say, oh, no, we, we want your book, please give us 10 copies, and you just send 10 copies. No. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's nice when they say, ah, we want your book, please give us 20 copies, we want 50 copies, we want 100 copies, and mm-hmm. you have enough. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Mm-hmm. However, work out on your contracts. Mm-hmm. Because some work on the 30% um, discount, which means if you're selling your book at 150 rands they, and you are giving it to them, it means they take 30% off the 150. So they'll give you 150 minus 30%. And for some, it depends. It, honestly, it, it's always different with the shops. But what I found better for me with the second book, because I realized with the, first, with the first book was it was very difficult. First of all, I'm not an accounting person, so I really hate counting. Mm-hmm. And that means now I have to actually remember that I gave those people 30%. The others took 20%. The others took the book at 100 rands. And the others took it at this amount. You know, that whole thing. Mm-hmm. And fortunately online, there's this thing called the accounting apps. Mm-hmm. Those free apps. There's Invoice Home, there's Wave. I'm not sure about local ones. I haven't seen any. Mm-hmm. But try and use those, even though at some point they tell you that now you have to start paying. Yeah. You can change them. <laughs> and start, and mm-hmm. Until you are sorted and have an accountant, that mm-hmm. would be much nicer. But mm-hmm. until then, just do whatever that you can to use all the free services as much as possible. Mm-hmm. That's how I do it. Mm-hmm. So it's much better to have your invoice. Obviously, your company has to be registered. Your publishing company has to register. It has to have a tax number, mm-hmm. your tax registration. And if they need tax clearance, you have to get that, obviously. Mm-hmm. So with all that, your invoice requires that you set that up. And mm-hmm. it makes it easier for you to remember who owes you how much. Mm-hmm. So you shop once this much of the books and you do your calculation, you send them an invoice, and you send them the books, confirm that they received the books. Mm -hmm. So at most, because we are far from each other, it's it's not always possible Mm -hmm. to deliver hand-on, to do a hand-on delivery. Mm -hmm. And we rely on couriers. Mm -hmm. And couriers, they always make sure that whoever has taken the book, they sign. Mm -hmm. So you also have to follow up that, did you guys receive the books? And did you receive the invoice as well? Mm-hmm. If it's possible for you to print the invoice and send it with their package, mm-hmm. even better. Mm-hmm. But if you can't, then you can always email it to them. Mm-hmm. So that's how you work it out so that they know. But 
you wait for the payments and i'm telling you that is the most painful part mm-hmm. or the most painful period because some tell you that they will only give you the money once they are sold out Hallelujah. yes it's just one of those and some will actually uh, pay you up front or pay you whenever with even within seven days some within two days some within they even get the copies they just you give them a quotation they pay you up front which mm-hmm. those are nice ones mm-hmm. and some yeah they pay you once they're sold out and if at some point they're not sold out they can actually return the books mm-hmm. it's one of those things so yeah, yeah. Ah, doggy dog hole right there. No? <laughs> okay, so yeah. Mm, I don't know. Uh, what are we forgetting? Um, I'm not sure. I think yeah, it's quite an extensive uh, interview. So we covered. Oh yeah. Uh, now for the non-sensible stuff. Uh, <laughs> if you were to go back in time before you first publish, self-publish a book, what would you change or what would you do different? Um so far honestly mm. nothing nothing for the reason that mm. with my first book it was actually rushed it was a very rushed period mm. and there wasn't much editing done on it mm. and people who have read Plameria would actually attest to that mm. and as bad as that is on my name however it it gave me the lessons mm. that i needed to learn for the next project mm. And I think that I did a much better job with Wounds of Ignorance. And mm. people who have read the two books can tell you. I remember there's a friend, uh, or rather there's someone who actually bought the both books. And I mm. told him that, and it's a guy, mm-hmm. told him that start with the Plameria and uh, do Wounds of Ignorance last. Mm-hmm. And he read the Plameria and then read Wounds of Ignorance. Mm-hmm. The first comment he made was, if I had read Wounds of Ignorance first, I wouldn't have finished Plumeria. Mm-hmm. And the reason was, you can tell that there is so much improvement with Wounds of Ignorance than there was in, 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 in Plumeria. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was a, a way to actually improve my work. And it gave me the sense that it takes a while. So give yourself time. If you feel that you are not ready to release the book... Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking about ready just because you're scared of what people will say, but ready in terms that the book is not complete. And Mm -hmm. unfortunately, you will never finish writing a book. So you have to have a point where you say, this is it. Mm -hmm. It stops here. Mm -hmm. And when you stop in terms of the writing, the editing. I did get an editor for Mm -hmm. Wounds of Ignorance, and we fought Mm -hmm. and we fought. And there's still mistakes in it, Mm -hmm. even now. However, I think it's way better than what happened. And it means in my next uh, print run, I have a chance to actually um, correct the mistakes. Mm -hmm. But it was, yeah, I don't think I would have done anything much different, really. Mm. Okay, except the cover, which I've changed, Mm -hmm. obviously. I've changed the cover now of Plumeria. It's much nicer, I think. But, Mm. um, yeah, I love both anyway, so, yeah. Okay. Uh, Second question, yeah. Uh, if you can then travel into the future, what would you like to see you, your books doing or you specifically as a self-publisher? Oh my God, myself in a Bentley. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first thing that I ever think about. Mm-hmm. Just driving down. I do not even know that road or whatever, but I'm in my Bentley. Mm-hmm. And it's all because of my writing. Hallelujah. So yeah. Mm-hmm. 
But um, there's a lot of people that I'd love to meet mm. in the future. Um, Chimamanda Gozi being the first one. Mm. I've had a crush on her since I started reading her books. Mm-hmm. Um, John Green is one of them. I don't know him, but I love uh, <laughs> Yes, John Green is one of the authors I'd love to meet. But yeah, I think recently I've had this idea or rather this dream that I, I can actually see myself talking somewhere in New York or Manhattan or wherever mm-hmm. doesn't matter, the point is mm-hmm. I'll be talking, telling the world on why I wrote Wounds of Ignorance mm-hmm. and why it's so important to write the stories that we feel are important to no, us well, actually the time is now why did you write Wounds of Ignorance and why is uh, it <laughs> Uh, okay, that was the dream part. But anyway, I was wearing a pencil skirt there. And anyway, oh, yeah. Uh, okay. Anyway, that's my dream, so it's okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the reason I wrote Wounds of Ignorance is... I grew up in a rural area in KZN. Mm-hmm. And when I grew up, in the early 90s, there was the IFP-ANC war. Mm-hmm. It's... Some people know it as the People's War, and some know it as the Bloodless War, because mm-hmm. it was only the black people's blood that was shed, and not white people's blood. So. Mm-hmm. And in that growing up, I don't remember much about my grade two. I remember when I started grade one, but I really don't remember writing an exam at the end of that year. That was in 1992. Mm-hmm. So that period between 92 and 1994 for me is a bit blurry mm-hmm. and yes I remember some things I remember that we did go to school but it wasn't an everyday thing mm-hmm. and when we did go to school at some point we had to be released from school because people were shooting each other and what I learned as an adult was that we just it was okay and all of a sudden people were actually being killed because mm-hmm. someone did something and it wasn't so much of anything that was done. It was just that, oh, you guys are ANC because you, you live across the road or you live in that village and we are IFP because we live in this village. Mm-hmm. And yet, before then, in that village, you could go there visit your cousins mm-hmm. or you could come here and marry whoever that you love. But mm-hmm. that, that wasn't possible. Mm-hmm. And now that I'm in an adult... There's a village that uh, very close to mine that was actually wiped out, mm. literally wiped out. And looking at it now, there's at least four to five households there, mm. and there used to be a lot. And the people fled during the war, and nobody has spoken about it ever since then. I mean, everyone voted in 1994, the ANC war, and it was like, ah, yay. Black people are ruling, now we are happy, now we're good. But nobody looked back mm-hmm. into, into that state that where we come from. Mm-hmm. Nobody looked at the fact that for at least 10 to 20 years, there's a road that I couldn't drive on now that I have a car. Mm-hmm. I couldn't drive on because driving there meant that you could actually be killed because you are, dra- you are just traveling at someone else's, I don't know what. Yeah, yeah it's yes, mm-hmm. basically. Mm-hmm. So... That whole point just came to me, and I thought that we've we've read a lot of books written about apartheid. Mm-hmm. We've read a lot of that, but we haven't really read any 
or not so much about that phase of the period. Mm -hmm. And we are that generation that grew up during that war. Mm -hmm. We are that generation that had brothers that were actually killing people, not really because they wanted to, Mm -hmm. but they were forced to. Either they were protecting their own village mm-hmm. or they were pulled in by the political people to, you guys need to do this mm-hmm. for yourselves. Mm-hmm. And those are the people that we are now dating. Those are the men that we are in love with. Mm-hmm. And it's the same men that either never had any counseling uh, given to them, provided for them. Mm-hmm. And I mean, honestly, I don't think killing a person is a very easy thing. So if you've done it at the age of 12 and you are now 30 and you can't get over it, mm-hmm. how possible is it for you to love fully mm-hmm. and to be honest about that? Because the truth is, you are, most of them are probably scared. Mm-hmm. And I think we've seen this with, with soldiers. Most of them, they go to war and they come back and they don't really want to talk about mm-hmm. it. Some of them suffer what we call post-war traumatic disorder. Mm-hmm. And how is it that we as a country have actually been ignorant to that or rather have ignored it and decided that, nah, those people will be fine? Mm -hmm. How are we dealing with that situation? Are we not suffering the consequences of actually ignoring it right now Mm -hmm. with the politicians that we have Mm -hmm. at this point? So, yeah. That's a whole lot right there. That's a whole lot right so uh, I think then that brings us to the end of the interview. I mean, it's been a good 80 minutes. Uh, most <laughs> definitely we're going to be doing another one sometime in the future, maybe next year, a uh, different you topic. Uh, yeah. And yeah, uh, thank you so much for coming through. Uh, and, uh, You're welcome. Where are the people going to find you if they want you? Um, okay, you can find me in the bookshops. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's start there. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, you can go to exclusive books as well. You won't find my book there, but the more you guys ask them about my book, mm-hmm. the, the easier it will be for me to, to, to get the book to them. Mm-hmm. Even though, yeah, we are working on that with them right now, mm-hmm. but it will be much easier and faster if you go there. Mm-hmm. I am on Facebook as Zanele underscore Lamini writes. Mm-hmm. I am on Twitter at, oh gosh, at Zanele underscore 09. Mm-hmm. I am on Instagram at Zanele Lamini underscore rights. Those are my pages. What's on, with the right? Because I write. Oh, right. Not yeah, and there's a lot of Zanele Laminis actually, no, okay. eh? especially mm-hmm. on Facebook. So mm-hmm. that's a bit tricky. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you can you find me on Twitter. I tweet a lot. But yeah, if I do see your message and respond Mm -hmm. but there's obviously quite a lot of them especially about writing how to do it and all those things so Mm -hmm. yeah so do buy the books they're worth it so (laughs) ladies and gentlemen that's what does it take to self-publish a book and yeah just live your best life because it's It's nice oh my god it's so nice right yeah so uh, she's having breakfast and the time is like what Half past two. Oh, so this Why am I being I mean. judged? Yeah, uh, you're not being judged. I'm just saying you're living the best life. I was also having breakfast before you walked in. Right? <laughs> so I, uh, next week again, but probably Monday at eight in the morning. Shep, shep. Thank you.